the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burning. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey there, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk coming to you from the Hitner Group at Colwell Banker Realty, hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com, 612-627-8000 is the number to call. 612-627-8000. Mike Hilborn's in the studio today. Instead of Junior, going to give us the blow-by-blow. Got to have somebody in here telling me why I'm wrong. And uh, Junior usually does that, but uh, Mike's in. I'm sure you'll do All just right. a fine even, job of right, criticizing right. everything I have to say. Uh, we're in uh, the middle of the summer. It seems like it's just a market has kind of slowed to a, a bit of a crawl here. You know, a little bit really? of activity, but... You know, kind of slowed down a little bit. And uh, this week, we've got 5,470 properties on the market in the seven-county metropolitan area. That's that's actually up, that up a little bit, up 17% from the first of the year. Okay. Up 17%, but from uh, 2020, well, pre-pandemic, let's say 2020, it's that's a, a 23% decrease in the number of homes on the market. There were okay. about seven thousand homes on the market back then, so now it's. What would you like to see on the market right now, Keith? <clears throat> you know, I'd if like you had to your see druthers, ten thousand again back. Yeah, in the I'd day. like to see you know eight ten thousand homes on the market mm-hmm. is probably a pretty good number. Fifteen is better. Um, that does produce longer market times, mm-hmm. but it gives the buyers a little more of a chance uh, to see some variety in the listings and give some market times so you can actually do the, the work that you're supposed to do. Okay. Um, I think it's, again, we've talked about it a million times, it's more of a function of interest rates than anything. If rates went down right now, it would be a disaster for the market because <clears throat> there's so much pent-up demand of people who want to buy mm-hmm. but aren't buying because of high interest rates. Right. And uh, so if all of a sudden you had uh, 30 or 40% more buyers come into the mm-hmm. come into the market, it sucked that inventory right down. They're actually expecting us to lose inventory now the second half of the year. Okay. As... Uh, New properties come on the line, slow down, <clears throat> and then the people that are out there looking can pick, start picking stuff up. So that's not really good news. We, Our real estate market, in my opinion, right now, is about as stable as I've ever seen it. What do you mean by that? Well, stable. you know, there's there's been some articles out there and there's some concern that maybe we're going to go into. And my wife keeps telling me, well, we're going to see more foreclosures. We're going to see some foreclosures. 
And why would you see foreclosures? I don't see. I don't understand why you think you would be seeing foreclosures. Well, she's probably referring to the fact that there is a moratorium on anybody being foreclosed on during COVID, and now those restrictions have been lifted, right? So now people who are just like, "Oh, I can't make my payment. I lost my job." I'm, you know, those things will come into play now. Yeah, that's what. That, she's that's probably such re- a small percentage. But it's eight. There's eight of them. Yeah, I, I know. I, don't know. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, a, a, it's a small percentage, yeah. but when you look at the market as a whole, just mm-hmm. in terms of stability, right. there's so much equity. We mentioned it last last week. You know, there's 30, was a trillion dollars worth of equity in in homes on mm-hmm. in the market right now. So the equity position that most homeowners have, unless you bought, you know, last week, mm-hmm. is tremendous, hundred and some thousand dollars in equity in the house. And then you're sitting there at an interest rate for... The majority of the of the homeowners that still have a mortgage, remember yeah. half the half the under four, yeah, are yeah. under four. So they're in such a great position. Back in two thousand eight, interest rates were still, you know, not bad, but they were a little bit higher. The equity positions were not quite as strong because there was a lot of, you know, minimal down payment mortgages out there and and a lot of push on refinance. And so there's first and second mortgages and those kinds of uh, financing uh, things in play, mm-hmm. that the equity position wasn't so great. So when their values drop, people see that they're quote-unquote upside down on the house, and they do, Kelvin and I were talking about this morning, strategic foreclosure. Hmm. So they, would, the day, they yeah. would go buy something else and then let the, the property hmm. foreclose. Uh, which was a silly notion if you, and when you look back at it on, in retrospect because that that property now is double in value. Um, at any rate, we don't have that now. Mm-hmm. You know, Now you've got so much equity in the property that it seems to me like uh, if you were in trouble financially, if some one of the wage earners lost a job or the, their wages have been reduced for one reason or another, um, you would give up the boat first. Hmm. Sell the boat. Right. You know, get rid of the second or third car. Get rid of the the Corvette that's sitting in the corner. You know, do some, do anything. Go get another job before you would let that house go back, hmm. because you have so much money. And you could back then you could buy another house and have that house. Your payment would be less than the one that you were currently in. That was the whole thing. Well, I, I just saw a YouTube video on on um, repos. Okay. Of cars, and it's it's way up, right? So a lot, maybe a lot of people, maybe people are doing that because mm-hmm. they were getting all that money during the whole thing, and then they bought a bunch of cars. And that was really interesting is how damaged the cars were that are mm. getting repossessed. Oh, really? really? Well, I think they're just not making payments, and they're just saying whatever. Yeah, not so they're care of it, no maintenance. Yeah, or just then, beating on them. Yeah, being well, yeah, and just dented up and broken, you know, cracked windshields and a whole bunch of other stuff. And then the point of the video too was is that there is such a lack of tow trucks and repo people. That in this case, what they were talking about is how Wells Fargo is paying a premium to get their cars back now because it's going to get worse. Oh, what do you mean by worse? More more people are going to be defaulting on their cars because they yep. just, you know, the prices were insane, mm-hmm. and then people were buying things, and now at eight percent interest, mm-hmm. and maybe they're making the premium on their house. Yeah. To your point, and they're letting their car go, you know, and then it's like, okay, I'm just going to stop paying. It'll take the bank how long to take it from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's a shortage of repo people, what does that look like? Right. You know? Because I've been kind of waiting to buy some used trucks, for example. Okay. It's like, okay, because they went way too high. They're so, so expensive, the brand new ones. But I've been waiting. It's like, okay, can and we, 
in the F-350s, so we have specific needs for what we're doing. But at F-150, we'll do some things that, that we don't have to have something really high-end for. And I'm waiting for the, the market to drop out. And that's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Funny you mention that because I have two guys I know, business owners, that are doing, you know, everybody's got a side gig, right? Even business owners, they got a side deal going on. They got their business doing this. And then, well, you know, it's like you got six businesses, you know, so you got, you start another one, you get into that. Well, they're buying campers, mm-hmm. campers and motorhomes and, and because people bought them during COVID. Okay. And now they don't want them anymore, and so that they're they're letting them go back. So they're buying these things at auction, yeah, and then cleaning them up and all that, and flipping them, huh? And, huh. You know, actually, flipping them, flipping campers, <laughs> flipping campers. Yeah, you know, it's it's just, it's a fascinating time. I was at a customer about a week ago that was talking about how they were asking a competitor of mine to do more work for them, and they said the competitor said no, we're we're maxed out. We're done. This is as much work as we can do for you. And then it, there's weird things like that going yeah. on right now. Yeah, we're all are. of a sudden we're picking up stuff. <clears throat> I mean, I'm buying two more. We have five of these fleet trucks that carry a thousand gallons of water. I'm buying two more. You know, who would have thought that was going to happen right now? What do you do with those? We wash well, we trucks for like oh, oh, oh. Let's talk FedEx. about that when we get into Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Let's finish up on the real estate. Keith, yeah, we've got so, two minutes. So two minutes now. So what does it look like this week in terms of the move through? We have a new sell houses, about 1,100 houses. Last week is about 900. Week before that is 1,100. I mean, it's just like steady. You know, okay. it's just like slow and steady. Uh, that's down about 30%. It just remains down. Got some numbers back from the first quarter. Uh, pretty interesting what we're talking about with flipping. 10% of all the properties sold in the first quarter were homes that were flipped. Hmm. So the flippers are still out there uh, in in uh, large numbers. That's down slightly from pre-COVID, but it's still a huge part of the business. When you look at 10% of the homes that are sold are sold to people who are going to flip them. And uh, the margins are down from the from that standpoint in terms of the people who are actually when you're working in that market for a living, you know the margins are down a little bit, but <clears throat> they got to do business, and so they're just mustering through. It's still pretty good business to be in uh, if you can find the properties. And uh, obviously they're not having trouble doing that. The average price is like two fifty, and then they're selling them in the low three hundreds. It's right mm-hmm. in that sweet spot, so they don't have any trouble getting rid of anything. The margin's good. You know, averages twenty twenty to thirty percent margin on a, on a flip like that. Um, not for the faint of heart, for, not for the, you know, if you're listening as a consumer, don't don't run out right now and buy a, a house to flip because if you don't know what you're doing, you can easily get killed in this in this market. Mm-hmm. But if yep. you if you do this as a living, you've got your vendors in place, you've got your supply line set up, you know, and people like buying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the thing. When you're working with a buyer, they like buying a house that's been flipped because it's got new appliances, it's got new mechanicals, it's you know just been gone through. Mm-hmm. It's move-in ready, and they like it. This is your real estate chalk talk. We'll be right back with Mike Hilborn right after these messages, and uh, we'll get into the business side of uh, life in 2023 when we come back. Mm-hmm. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.